mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. Uh, today we are discussing yet another very messy topic, <laughs> and it has lots to do with that lovely postpartum period. So don't get us wrong. We're not like trying to harp on the negative here. There is some absolute bliss to postpartum where you get to snuggle with the baby and it's all cute. However, with that also comes lack of sleep, a little bit of stress, no time to eat, learning to deal with this tiny little human. So much, so much going on in that period of time. Um, so today we wanted to tell you about something called a postpartum nutrition. So yes, it's actually a thing. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but there are actually nutrients that can help your body heal faster, increase your energy, um, all after giving birth. Um, right, Bay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is something that not a lot of women know about and or think about just because like you said, there's a lot going on after you give birth. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, all that attention is on the new baby and rightfully so, right? They're cute. It's exciting. It's new. But I think sometimes, you know, the mom can kind of get lost in all that and taking care of herself kind of is intertwined with that as well. So yeah, like you said, there are some specific nutrients that you want to include in your diet about really right after giving birth, especially up until like three to five days after birth, where you want to get some solid nutrition that can actually help increase your energy levels and help heal faster so that you can really just be the best mama to your new baby. So all things that sound really good, right? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, so these tips are obviously going to apply to you, whether you've had a vaginal birth, a C-section, no matter what birth experience you had, your body is going through recovery. We, we have to, their body has to recover. I feel like that's another thing we all kind of, like you said, we're not focused on ourselves, but we have to realize that your body went through trauma. Call it what it is, whether you had a C-section or a vaginal birth, when you go through, when your body goes through something like that, it's trauma and it has to recover. So understanding getting sleep and getting the proper nutrients are so key to speeding that up so that you can focus on the things that you really want to focus on. Um, so today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to break down the top five things you need to include in those, like Bailey said, those initial three to five days post-birth to really help speed up that recovery, recovery and give you a little boost of energy. So Bailey, take it away. Let's, let's hear this. <laughs> yeah. So really, I'm going to talk about pretty much the main five things we want to include. Um, and then I'll talk about some other things as well. But the five things that we want to include in our diet, the first one being iron. Um, so kind of like Carrie was talking about in the beginning, um, whether you have a vaginal birth or a C-section, your body is going to lose a little bit of blood, right? I mean, I think we all know this um, going into it. If not, then surprise, um, <laughs> you are going to lose a little bit of blood um, during that time. And I, you know, it varies from person to person. Um, however, iron is an essential element for blood production. So this is makes it a really important nutrient to consume after giving birth. Um, it is recommended to consume roughly about 27 milligrams of iron per day um, during pregnancy and the same amount for the first three to five days after giving birth. Now, I know those numbers probably don't really mean anything to you, um, but iron comes in foods such as obviously animal proteins like beef, um, also leafy greens, beans, legumes, iron-fortified cereals. And again, just because it is essential for making 
blood basically throughout your body, it's going to help replenish that when after you're done giving birth. Um, So super, super important to make sure that you are including iron in your diet. And really, it doesn't like I said, it doesn't have to be you don't be so specific with the amount of grams. Obviously, if you can, I mean, great. But I know that during that time, that's not something you're thinking about. So really just trying to maybe add something like some spinach to a smoothie or adding some, um, you know, beans or, you know, any types of legumes to your diet, just a little bit extra is pretty much going to help you meet those guidelines. And you really want to focus in on that. Like I said, the first, you know, three to five days after giving birth. I love that like small tip of just adding it in when you can, because like you said, those first days, like it's kind of like what weighs up. So just like having that small tip of like adding in a few spinach leaves in a, in a smoothie, like that feels, that feels doable versus, you know, trying to calculate and figure it all out. Like that small tip is I, for me would be key. Yeah. Yeah. I, we don't, you know, us, you know, we're not super big on, you know, counting and counting calories and macros and all that. And the same applies to this as well. Um, as long as you're just adding in a little bit extra to your meals, um, and especially if you know what foods, you know, iron is in, then that's going to be helpful. And you're typically going to meet those guidelines. It's really interesting. Um, like I had mentioned, during pregnancy, it does increase like most things, obviously your needs um, from 27 milligrams. But if you're breastfeeding, it actually decreases. So a lot of times people think you would increase, right? But typically, because you're not having a period during breastfeeding, you actually only need about nine milligrams of iron per day, um, which is a, you know, pretty significant decrease from that 27 during pregnancy. So if you're just focusing in on getting those iron rich foods, especially even during breastfeeding, um, you're really going to hit that mark because that nine milligrams is a lot lower. Now, if you're not pregnant, um, you're not breastfeeding, then you want to aim for roughly like 18. And and I give those numbers for those people that are going to ask, well, what, you know, we always going to have those people that are going to ask very specific (laughs) numbers. Um, So 18 milligrams roughly is what you want if you are not breastfeeding um, and you are not currently pregnant. But those first three to five days after giving birth, you still want to aim for around those 27 milligrams of iron, again, to help replenish those red blood cells lost during labor and delivery. Good, good stuff. And then moving on, um, something that's really important is vitamin C. So this is something that I want to talk a little bit about because um, vitamin C has multiple benefits after giving birth. Not only does it help with postpartum healing, but it can also help iron, which we just talked about, absorb better throughout your body. Um, This is actually very important for those mamas who are vegetarian, vegan, or maybe just don't eat a lot of animal proteins like myself. Um, If you are, you know, a vegetarian, vegan, or someone who doesn't eat a lot of animal proteins, then you do want to make sure that you're pairing your iron-rich foods with vitamin C because it just helps it absorb better throughout your body. Um, So for example, if you are eating a leafy green salad, maybe add some red bell pepper or lemon juice to that salad because again, that's going to help with that absorption. And did you know that a red bell pepper actually has more than double the amount of vitamin C than an orange? That's crazy. I actually, I think you probably, I think you posted that I probably recently. Have. And I, <laughs> yeah. And I know, I, I mean, it's crazy to think about because that's like the top when someone says vitamin C, that's the first thing you think of, not mm-hmm. a red bell pepper. Exactly. So that's why I always give that 
example, just because it has, I believe, like 150 milligrams, whereas I think an orange is a small orange is roughly like 50, 51. Um, so it's pretty crazy, um, so this difference. Crazy. And plus, red bell peppers and salad typically, typically go well together. So there you totally. go. Um, but vitamin C has also been shown to aid in wound healing um, by increasing the production of collagen. So vitamin C helps produce uh, collagen. And so this is obviously really helpful for mamas who may have had some tearing or a surgical incision from a C-section. Um, so really, really important to include vitamin C in your diet. Obviously, you can find that in citrus foods, um, different fruits and vegetables like red bell peppers, like I had mentioned. Um, and during pregnancy, it is recommended to consume around 85 milligrams of vitamin C and then around 120 milligrams if you're breastfeeding. So maybe a little bit more on that higher end right after birth, like that three to five day post, um, simply just because your needs do go up if you're breastfeeding. And if you're not, you still want to aim for that 120 milligrams um, right after birth. And then you can, you know, gradually reduce it. But again, like I said, if you just make sure that you're incorporating those foods with vitamin C within your diet, then you're going to meet those, those needs. Vitamin C is like a miracle nutrient. I feel like I was even putting it on my face for when I had that lovely postpartum acne. Because I mean, how fun is that? Oh, and that yeah. was like speeding up. I mean, that's speeding up recovery from that too. Oh, definitely. And just again, because it helps, you know, with the production of collagen and that can make a big difference. So if you, you know, everyone's like, oh, how can I get collagen? <laughs> you know, yeah. and so it's no different there. And then moving on, we'll go to protein. So we're big on protein, as you know. Yes, we are. Um, but <laughs> protein has so many different benefits, and this is not any different. So protein um, has a lot of benefit when it comes to postpartum healing. Protein helps repair muscle tissues and also helps promote collagen synthesis. Again, this is super helpful for mamas who have had, you know, maybe a little bit of tearing or surgical incision from a C-section to help speed up that healing process. Um, typically, it's recommended to consume about 75 milligrams of protein for the first three to five days postpartum. Um, now, this can be, you know, different on each person, but roughly that's where where you want to be at. And again, like I said, I'm giving you all these, you know, specific numbers, but you probably know what I'm going to say is if you just make sure that you have a protein source at each meal and snack, um, then that's going to help you. Um, and, and, and it's nice because typically those proteins, especially if you're eating animal proteins like a steak, which, you know, some women do have right after get, they give birth because hello, they totally deserve an amazing meal. <laughs> Absolutely. After it, then not only are you getting a good source of protein, but you're getting some iron too. So you'll find that a lot of it is kind of connected and that you're going to meet those nutrition, those nutrient needs within just one, one food. So very, very important that you're getting in protein. Um, and if it's difficult for you to, you know, get in protein, um, someone like myself, like I said, I'm not huge on animal protein. So I will supplement sometimes with like a whey protein or a, um, you know, a um, vegan protein, maybe it's like a pea protein or more plant-based. Um, and I know that can be super helpful for mamas, especially if, you know, maybe they just don't feel super well right after eating. So you can make like a smoothie and then add some, you know, protein powder um, in with that. And it's just quick and easy. So that's a good way that you can get in those, that amount as well. So protein super, super important. And it's definitely not the time to cut. Like I know I have even I even when I was in training, when I have people who are recovering from injuries and it's that, you know, they think because they're not as active or they're not 
they need to cut back when this is the time when your body needs more nutrients because your body is putting so much energy toward healing. Oh, definitely. I mean, if you think about it, like, like you kind of mentioned earlier, your body goes through a trauma, regardless if you've had a vaginal or C-section and C-section even more so because it's more invasive, right? Not only is the baby, you know, having to be having to come out, but you also have this, you know, um, incision that you now have to take care of and protect and increasing those protein needs are definitely going to help heal a lot faster. Plus it's going to give you more energy because protein helps stabilize your blood sugar levels. And when your blood sugar levels are more stabilized, you're just going to feel better overall rather than this up and down, up and down throughout the day that can make you feel tired, lethargic when you're already feeling tired as it is. (laughs) For sure. And then one of the other main things I want to talk about is fiber. Um, so you can probably relate to this, Carrie. Anyone oh, yeah. <laughs> who has given birth before knows how scary it can be. And we're getting real and raw with this, okay? How scary it can be when you have to go to the bathroom for the first time. I was more scared of that than labor, let's <laughs> and, just put it that way. And I've heard that from a lot of my friends. It's, it's just a scary time. Many women have issues with this just to due to fluctuating hormones, sensitivities, maybe there was some tearing involved. Um, So consuming fiber in your diet can really help keep you regular, rebalance hormones and stabilize blood sugar levels. So according to the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, it is recommended to consume at least, and this is just the minimum, 25 milligrams of fiber per day. Um, So great sources of fiber include like whole grains, oats, fruits, vegetables, beans, legumes. And if you get in at least three to five servings of veggies per day, you're more than likely going to hit that 25 milligrams of fiber per day. So again, just being conscious of what you're consuming, making sure that you are including foods like that into your diet. Like oatmeal is something that's great right after you give birth because it's easy on the digestive tract. Um, It contains a lot of fiber and there's going to be a little bit of protein to that. Um, And then you can add in some, you know, fruits like blueberries, maybe some nuts to get a little bit of healthy fat. So fiber is going to make a big difference in one, keeping you regular, making you feel okay about going to the bathroom for the first <laughs> time. And plus, it's just really, really great to help keep you feeling fuller longer and just providing you with some really good, really good nutrition. So yeah, we'll be concentrated on that one there, moms <laughs> who are pregnant. Yes, <laughs> yes. And honestly, like not only postpartum, but during pregnancy as well, um, getting fiber is going to help with all of those things, keeping you regular hormone, you know, balances, um, and again, keeping you feeling fuller longer. So not only is it good for postpartum, it's really great during pregnancy as well. And really after always all the time, I always say that, you know, (laughs) us, we all need more fiber in our life. We all need to be more regular. Yes. Yes, definitely. We should be. We should all be regular. <laughs> and that's another topic for another day. <laughs> we could talk- another, another messy one. Exactly. Oh, for sure. And we could talk about that all day, every day. So, okay. So one of the final things here, and then we're going to chat a little bit about um, sleep, which I know some of you will roll your eyes at me for, but, um, one of the final things we want to talk about is water and staying properly hydrated. So during delivery, your body is losing a lot of fluid. So it is really important to stay adequately hydrated. And we typically always say aim for half your body weight in fluid ounces of water daily. Um, so for example, if you are 150 pounds, divide that by two and you're, that's roughly 75 ounces of water daily. 
I mean, obviously, right after you give birth, your weight is going to be way different um, just because, you know, it's losing fluid and then it holds on to fluid. Um, but still, you still want to try to aim for that amount because that's what's going to keep you adequately hydrated, which is super important to keeping your energy levels up and just making you feel better throughout. Um, so I know, Carrie, I remember right after you gave birth, you had that huge like hospital water Oh, that, I feel that, that they give you. It was, you are so thirsty. It's like you cannot. I mean, it's it's your obviously your body's way of saying, come on. Um, <laughs> but yes, that was like my favorite mug. My husband like mocked me for years because even after, I mean, I was like six months postpartum and still drinking out of my hospital mug. You did that. You drank that for was years. I, I probably like. did. I probably <laughs> did. It was amazing. Yeah, because it was big. And, you know, when you're going through label the, labor, they only let you have ice you know, yeah. ice chips. Can't even have sips of water. So that's not, yes. that's so at the end, your body is just so thirsty. So honestly, you're, the body is amazing and you're probably going to get that amount in just because you need it and you crave it. Um, but that's, you know, kind of what we want to focus on is making sure that you're adequately staying hydrated, that you're not forgetting to, you know, drink the water and that your it helps you just Again, that's going to help you stay regular as well. It's so many things. I mean, your body is 75% water. So definitely replenishing that is super important. And even more important for breastfeeding. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So why your body needs sleep after labor? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's do. Let's encourage I know this. that some of you are probably rolling your eyes at me right now. Um, and I totally get it. But just listen in for a second. Um, your body has gone through labor, delivery, and many physical changes, and it needs extra rest for healing. Um, it might seem impossible with a new baby, but just try to, you know, really prioritize this after labor for optimal recovery. And you don't have to, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? But just do the best you can. Maybe that's asking for help from your family and friends. Um, and this obviously would be after you leave the hospital. Um, Maybe it's, you know, making a specific schedule with your partner if that's something, you know, that you are able to do. Um, but your body goes through so much recovery. This is the time when your body slows down and goes through that recovery and that healing phase. So sleep is so, so important. It actually lowers your metabolic rate and allows the nutrients, which we, you know, discussed already, and the oxygen to be used for that healing. Um, so super, super important. And Carrie, I don't know if you want to chime in with any, you know, tips or tricks or anything that you think that could help some of the new mamas out there? It's like, I, everyone's heard this. It's another one of those things where I think you're probably like, I hear it all the time, but you know, with the first baby, especially you're like, okay, baby's napping there. I know there's 5 million things to get done, but you really do have to take that time. There's a reason why the baby sleeps for so many hours at the beginning. And I honestly think that's God's way of saying you need to chill out too. <laughs> Um, and it is. So yeah, while you're, we're not, you're definitely not going to get those perfect long stretches of sleeping for a while. You know, you'll be lucky if you go two hours without needing to nurse or bottle feed. But during the day, like when you, when the baby sleeps and you have those stretches, it all adds up. Yes. In a perfect situation, having eight perfectly uninterrupted hours of sleep is what we all dream of. But in reality, it's getting those little increments in, even if it's 30 minutes of a time, like that does add up. Yes. I love that. I think breaking it up makes it so much more realistic and doable than trying to get it in all at once. But yeah, I love that. I think that's super helpful. And again, just because that's when your body does 
its best healing, you just want to try to make that as much of a priority as possible. Definitely. So that's really it. I know that was a lot of information. Um, and one thing that we do have coming soon is we have a blog post about this where we go into a little bit more detail. Um, so if you forgot anything that I talked about, you can refer to that blog post blog post, blog post, <laughs> um, which we can provide the link for in our show notes. But our website is fitmamain30.com, fitmamain30.com. We also have some information about this on our Instagram, which is fitmamain30, as well as our Facebook. And if you are looking for more information about, you know, nutrition and just pre and postnatal health and wellness in general, make sure to check out our website for our courses and resources because we go into a lot more detail about this to really just help you feel as confident and prepared as possible for not only taking on the demands of labor and delivery, um, but also feeling your best after as well. And speaking of labor, today is Labor Day. So hello, yes. Labor Day. Um, <laughs> something No one knows it better. No one knows it better. Exactly. So Carrie, why don't you talk about our special that we have right now? Totally. I do want to mention one other thing. So obviously Bailey went through nutrition is imperative. Like no one wants to, no one really focuses on it. I know we don't focus on anything postpartum, but what you do, and as Bailey mentioned, what you do before that six week appointment is so key. I know a lot of us get in our head. Okay. Let's just go into survival mode until we get to six weeks when I'm cleared and I can take on, you know, take on my health. And that's not true. Like there's so much you can do just like Bailey went through all these nutrients in those first three to five days. And we also want to tell you, there is so much you can do to heal your body in those first six weeks before you visit the doctor. So um, the course we offer, we have several, but the postpartum course, it actually starts the minute you deliver, not the, maybe not the minute, but <laughs> you know, as soon as you kind of come with it. Um, but we have, it's important to start working on your pelvic floor and breathing and core Almost immediately, as soon as you actually can, maybe once you're released from the hospital in your home, there's exercises you should be doing while you're sitting, laying, nursing. There's so many things you can get started on. Um, so we start the course off the right away. You do not need to wait to your six-week mark um, to start doing things. You do have to be clear to start incorporating our weight and our strength training program, but there's things you can totally do. So yes, as Bailey mentioned, today only... Um, if you enter code LABORDAY30, you can take $30 off any of our courses. So we have pre and postnatal. We have a core recovery course. Um, and then we have our traditional Fit Mom and 30, which is 30-minute workouts. Um, if you have done the pre and postnatal, uh, Fit Mom and 30, the 30-minute workouts are not ideal for if you are pregnant or newly postpartum. That's why we have those courses um, specific to those those periods of life. Um, but yeah, so today only $30 off if it is something you were interested in doing. Love it. Um, I think that's yeah. it. Is that it? I yeah. think we covered it all. Yeah. We, like Bailey said, there's a lot of information here, but there's going to be an awesome blog post. So if you have any questions, always reach out to us. We love to hear from you all. Um, and if not until next time, until next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Mamas. Mamas.